0: Shulchan we are in Shinchaf. We begin section 320. We begin to learn the second Allah, Continuing discussing shchita, squeezing fruit on Shabbos. All the above applies to squeezing fruit to produce juice. There are, however, authorities who permit one to suck the juice from fruits, even from olives and grapes, orally, because this is not the ordinary manner in which one squeezes liquid from fruit, hence this person's intent is insignificant in light of the attitude of people at large. So, thus, even though he desires to extract the juice in this manner, since this is not the ordinary practice, it does not fall in the scope of either the scriptural or rabbinic prohibition. There are other authorities who differ and maintain that even so, Sucking from fruit is forbidden according to rabbinic law, just like it is forbidden to nurse from an animal's udders with one's mouth, even though one is extracting the milk in an irregular manner. As will be explained in section 328, there in Alacha Mem 40, and in that source, License is granted to a person who is ill and in pain to suck milk from an animal's udders. When a person is not ill, sucking milk is forbidden. And uh, it also talks about, in section, subsection 54, the prohibition against sucking blood. Okay, continuing the Allah, moreover, with regard to sucking juice from fruit, there is also reason for concern that the person is liable for a sin offering, a chatas. The the concern that a person might be liable for sin offering, for transgressing Shabbos unwittingly, is because it's possible that in contrast to sucking milk from an animal's udders, this is not considered as extracting in an irregular manner. Sucking milk from an animal's udders is Shinigam, It's an absolute deviation from the norm. Because the ordinary practice is not to suck milk from an udder, but to express the milk into a container. In contrast, sucking fruit is not that great a deviation, because people commonly do so at times. According to this view, it is forbidden even to suck the juice of fruits that are forbidden to be squeezed only according to rabbinic law, just as it is forbidden to suck olives and grapes, because our sages did not make distinctions with regard to their decrees. In other words, a person might think, that the confluence of mitigating factors, that there is no scriptural prohibition involved, and one is departing from its ordinary practice, would be sufficient grounds for leniency. Nevertheless, st- uh, stringency is required for the reason that we just explained, because the Chachamim did not make distinctions regarding their decree. Similarly, it is forbidden to suck bread that was dipped in wine or meat, that was dipped in soup, even though the prohibition against squeezing them is only rabbinic in origin, as will be explained Therefore, it is forbidden to suck sugarcane for this government, the same laws that apply to berries, pomegranates, and the like. The prevailing custom, is to rule leniently in accordance with the first view, even with regard to zaysim and anavim, olives, and grapes. However, the Rebbe says, However, may blessings rest upon one who acts stringently, even with regard to sucking liquids from bread and meat. Nevertheless, one may be lenient with regard to fruits other than olives and grapes. In other words, with regard to olives and grapes, there's a scriptural basis for stringency, as explained above. Hence, leniency is not so readily granted. But uh, with regard to other fruits, there is a basis to be lenient with regard to sucking fruit, since it can be said that this is the manner in which a fruit is eaten. And whenever one consumes food in the manner that it is ordinarily eaten, it does not resemble a forbidden labor at all. And the sages did not impose any decrees regarding it as explained in section 319. With regard to separating food from undesirable manner, Okay, now the Mishnah Bruda in 320.12 says that even the stricter opinion was only speaking about sucking fruit that is not in one's mouth. As the fruit is fully inside one's mouth, he contends, all opinions agree, that one may suck out the liquid and spit out the solids. The Ba'di Ashulchum 126-28 cites several sources to prove that the strict opinions would even forbid sucking out the liquids while the fruit is in one's mouth. This concludes Halacha and today's share.